Welcome to Once Upon a Podcast. Everything you need to know about planning a Disney vacation, well, from the experts and the enthusiasts at Once Upon a Vacation. We're an authorized Disney vacation planner. All things Disney. Disney Cruises, Adventures by Disney, Disneyland, Disney World. We can help you do it. We can even send you to Hawaii, too, to Alani. We can help make your dream vacation a reality with concierge-level service and never a fee. You can find us at onceuponavacation.com or on Facebook, facebook.com slash onceuponavacation. Now for our team here at Once Upon a Vacation, and we start with the owner, Mindy Horner. Hello. How are you today? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm great. I'm filling in for Pete, so please bear with me. I'm Toby Duffy, and we have a special guest here on the, the program with us. She's been on here before, and she doesn't like to talk, ladies and gentlemen. It's Leanne Adams, one of our agents here at Once Upon a Vacation. How are you doing, Leanne? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. I say you don't like to talk, but I think you're going to run the conversation today. You ask me questions and I'll tell you what you need to know. All right. Now, you just got back from a huge vacation with Adventures by Disney, didn't you? Yes, we did. We did the Southern California adventure. Okay. I'm sure we've got some questions, but give us a quick overview of what you did. Okay. Once we landed in LAX, we took a car service over to the Hollywood Hotel and met our guides there. Then we were free to do as we would like to have done on that day. So we went on the double-decker bus tour where you can kind of hop on, hop off, see what you wanted to see, get off where you want to get off. We hopped off at the farmer's market and ate lunch. So that was fun. That night we met back and we had dinner as a group. That was where we did our welcome dinner. And we met our fellow adventurers and had dinner and then... We were surprised by tickets to the Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. And then the next day, which was the 26th, we met for breakfast and we had to postpone. We were supposed to do Jim Henson's studio that day, um, but because it was Memorial Day, we had, that had to be postponed to the next day. So we toured the Chinese theater. We saw the cement and the stars on the Walk of Fame. We saw the Dolby Digital Theater. And that's where the Oscars are filmed. When we got back, we were surprised with the Ghirardelli chocolate. We could eat over there on an open tab. The next day, we went to Jim Henson's studio, toured all of that. Then we took a motor coach over to the Walt Disney Studios. And we ate lunch at the commissary, which was very cool. The commissary that they get to eat at in the studios is very cool. Then we took the the motor coach back over to Disneyland. And they checked us in, got all that done. They did all that for us. And we had dinner in Disneyland. And then the next morning, we were able to get into Disneyland before anybody and take pictures on an empty street, all that kind of stuff. So the last few days were Disneyland. And there was a lot packed into those, you know, last few days with Disneyland and California Adventure and downtown Disney and all that kind of stuff. So there was, there was a lot packed into the last few days. Now, how long was your trip total? It was five nights. So five so, nights, you did all this in five nights. We did. It was like a whirlwind, but it was fun. Yeah, it was. We did the first two nights in Hollywood and then the last three nights in Disneyland, and we stayed at the Grand Californian. It's amazing how much they can get into the time period without you ever feeling rushed or stressed or like, oh, my gosh, we have so much to do. But yet you cover so much ground. It is. And every time me as a planner by nature, um, 
I wanted to know what was coming next. And I know, Mindy, you had said they kind of just take it away from you. They say, this is your vacation. Let us tell you where to go when. And so I really had to let go um, and kind of just go with the flow, which is not in my nature. I kind of wanted to be tour guide. And um, they but have they every- gave you the itinerary, though, right? You had the little booklet that told you yeah, what the plan they- was. They did, and and they stuck with that. But they in on this particular adventure, even one of our tour guides um, mentioned that there are a lot of add-on surprises that they can do. Um, we had two phenomenal tour guides, Alyssa and Natalia. Um, they both have been working for Adventures by Disney for quite some time. And Alyssa actually was employed by Disneyland when she was sixteen, and she worked at Disneyland. She was she did a f- couple of the face characters. Um, so she really knew that park inside and out. So did Natalia. But they both worked for Adventures by Disney. Um, they did the Utah and the Wyoming adventure. Um, so they really, they knew what they were doing, but they also added a whole bunch of stuff in, like the Ghirardelli, the night in Hollywood. We were not, that was not on the schedule. And they just said, is anybody tired or is anybody ready to go to bed? And of course the kids were like, no. So they said, let's hop on over to Ghirardelli and we have an open tab. So we were able to order whatever we wanted to order. Um, so that was kind of a fun surprise on um, the next day. The, the surprise was like, they didn't tell us where we were going to eat. They just said dinner was included. And so when we finally got to Disneyland that evening, we walked over to Disneyland from the Grand Californian which is like a three-minute walk. I mean, nothing, it's nothing like what we're used to, bus rides and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they, we had lunch, I mean, dinner, excuse me, at the Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue. And that, to me, was very in comparison to kind of like a hoop to do review, but it was outside. Mm-hmm. Um, it was outside, and which the weather's phenomenal there. So it doesn't matter if you're inside or outside. It, you, could, you could be outside all the time. But we had lunch, I mean, dinner there. And then they kind of surprised us. They said, is anybody ready to go to bed? And, of course, everybody's like, no. So they took us on the Haunted Mansion. And that evening, they gave us one fast pass per family. And we used ours for the Indiana Jones ride, which is amazing. I have always heard that that was the most fun. But that it, it, was, the, it was great. Um, and then we had VIP seating for Fantasmic. And that was late that evening, and that was a lot of fun. Um, so a lot of the things they really didn't tell us what we were going to do next. It was kind of there was a guideline, like you said in the booklet, but there was a lot of surprises, a lot. I think that's really cool on that one because with that destination being somewhere that many of the people have probably already done bits and pieces of it, you know, mm-hmm. because I think this particular itinerary is marketed to the Disney fan, you know, like the one that loves, loves, loves Disney. So you've probably been to Disneyland before. I think that makes it even better than that you have all of those surprises. So maybe you've done this before, but you haven't done this. Maybe you've seen it this way, but you haven't seen it that way. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And the day that we had Disneyland for the whole day, um, when we, we got up early and we, we met in, in the lobby and that was the day that I told you we were able to go into the park before it opened. And that was really cool for us because Disneyland is so small that when, you, when we got there the evening before, there were so many people 
in there that I was even getting panicky. And I'm a people person. And it was just like wall to wall. And and I kept telling Jacob, I was like, I hope that this thins out so that I can see and feel and experience everything that I want to, you know, to see. Because it was literally wall to wall. And so the next morning when we got up and we were able to meet in the lobby and then they took us over and the area in between California Adventure, downtown Disney and Disneyland is called the Esplanade. I have no idea what it means. I asked what it meant and they just said it means the middle. (laughs) So we met there and then we were able to go into Disneyland and we, we, we were the only ones there. And they had a private breakfast for us over at the Plaza Inn with Minnie and friends. And so we were able to eat, um, see characters before anybody else was. Um, we were able to take some pictures at some iconic spots. Um, we saw two fairy godmothers in training for the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. And they came over and did like a pixie dust ceremony in front of the castle where the, the girls or anybody that wanted to stood and they said, let's make a wish. And they made a wish and then they sprinkled pixie dust on them. Um, that was really fun. And then that day we saw a lot of behind the scenes. They didn't let the children go behind the scenes. Um, Natalia took the children and they went into Toontown and kind of played there. Um, they, they saw the horses, which not a lot of people get to do, go to the, the stables. They, the kids went to the stables and we went backstage, which was amazing. Um, and so we, you know, hung out back there for a couple of hours. We had a liaison that told us all about it. Um, and then we did a lot more stuff at, at Disneyland. We had, we had a blast. We had a lot of time there. They gave us some surprises. They gave us a lot of fast passes. We really didn't have to wait on anything. That's the major thing there. Um, we, we were able to get fast passes and pretty much if we were not with our guides, that had the paddle of power, we were kind of able to use a fast pass um, and do, you know, do it quickly. And we were able to see Walt's apartment there. And I know everybody was really interested in that. That was amazing. This is Once Upon a Podcast with Mindy, Leanne, and Toby. That's me and for Pete. Once Upon a Podcast is part of Once Upon a Vacation, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Like us on Facebook at Once Upon a Vacation or look us up online, onceuponavacation.com. Now, Leanne, with this trip, on this Adventures by Disney trip, it's the Southern California one. Mindy alluded to this earlier. You know, this is really for somebody who's a Disney fanatic or somebody who's been to Hollywood or or Disneyland before. Give us a couple of examples of something that you did not realize, because you are a Disney fanatic, that you didn't know before once you toured, you know, Disney Studios or even Jim Henson's uh, workshop? Is there something that just stood out in your mind? When we were at the studios, we were able to see a lot of those iconic buildings that you see in the movies. Even the one most recently in Saving Mr. Banks, where you see the studios quite a bit in that movie and you see the, the grounds and you see Dopey Drive and all of that kind of stuff. We were able to go and walk those streets and, and see those buildings. We were able to go into a lot of those buildings. One of the most amazing things that, that we can actually talk about, because they, they really like for to keep the magic inside of the magic. You know what I mean? But um, one of the most amazing things that we saw when we were over in animation they said um how do you think that you would get an animated cell which is a drawing of an animation over to the building across the street to ink and paint when it's raining 
and we were all like, well, it doesn't rain in California. And they said, well, it used to a lot. Um, but the way was there's an underground tunnel. And underneath that street that we all walk on, that they ride their bikes, that's another amazing thing. They all ride their bikes everywhere um, in the studios. There's bikes everywhere. Um, but there's a tunnel underneath. The runner is able to and run it over to ink and paint when that was the way they did everything. And they, they told us that a lot of movies are filmed down there because it looks like a subway scene or it looks like an underground tunnel. Um, they were telling us that a couple of TV shows were filmed down there. So that was something you would have never imagined. And it's there. The apartment, Walt's apartment. What did they tell you about the apartment? I mean, did they talk about how much time he would spend there or? Yeah, they said that he spent a lot of time there. And it's so funny because when you when you go up into the apartment, they would only take us in, in, in small groups of maybe four or five because it is so small. It's only about 600 square feet. And in that 600 square feet, you actually go behind the scenes and you walk up a little back staircase, really narrow. And once you enter, you're in the tiniest little hallway. I mean, Ansley and I could not stand side by side. It was very tiny. And then it opens up into the living area and there's two sofas on each side. And they actually folded out into beds where Walt and Lillian slept. Um... And right across from the little sofas was a tiny little kitchenette. And it had like a hot plate burner, had like a toaster, a sink, some shelving. And his actual plates and stuff are in there. And then you walk around the corner and there's an, a minuscule, tiny, like cruise ship, tiny bathroom. And has a, has a sink and a shower and a toilet. And it's very elaborately decorated into the Victorian era because Lillian... That's one thing they kept telling us, that she loved the Victorian era. So they said that he stayed there all the time, all the time. And you've heard the lamp story. If the lamp was on, Walt was in the park. There are no pictures in the apartment at all, but they let the Adventures by Disney group take one picture per family by the lamp. So it was amazing. It was, there were a lot of tears, for me at least. I, some people were looking at me like I was crazy, but it was so funny. I was kind of standing in the corner when when the, the guide, we, have, we had a, Disney guide that was like a VIP tour guide that they do at Disney World. They have those there too. And she was, she took us up and she was telling about it and I couldn't control my tears. They were coming. I mean, they were coming and Jacob was looking at me and Ansley was looking at me. Everybody was looking at me and the adventures by Disney tour guide, Alyssa, she patted me on the back and she said, it's okay. It does this to some people. The first time I came, I stood in the corner by the bathroom and bawled like a baby. Did anybody else from your group talk about it when they came back and, you know, what they thought? Did anybody else have a similar experience? I, I don't really think anybody had as as many tears as I did. You heard, <laughs> you heard a lot of people say, that was the best thing we've done. I mean, we did some pretty amazing stuff. I mean, Imagineering, you can't talk a lot about it because they ask you not to, but that was, that was amazing. Um, but to me, that was the pinnacle. I was able to walk in there, and I knew that he had been there and that was where he loved to be. And so, yeah, you heard people talk about it, but I mean, they were saying, did you see the Adams girl crying? I'm sure they were saying that. (laughs) 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 But after that, when we came down, I mean, I was still crying on the street. It was crazy. I just could not stop. Ansley finally said, mom, are you going to be okay? (laughs) I said, yes, I'm going to be fine. Don't worry about me. But that was the 
the, the most fun for me. I think Jacob enjoyed over at California Adventure where Club 1901 is. That's an exclusive club for only members. Um, most you know, It's a lot of family of the Disney family, a lot of celebrities. You have to be invited. But Club 33 was actually closed for renovation. On this tour, you normally get to see Club 33, which is another thing that nobody else can go in except with an Adventures by Disney tour group. But they took us in to see the lounge, which is called 1901, um, which is right next to it. And it is done in a Hollywood-type theming. Um, and only members of Club 33 can go into the lounge 1901. So that was pretty amazing to be able, they had a bar in there, had a lounge, um, had some really cool old photographs that you don't normally see of Walt and family and animators and, and some really, really neat shots. That was, I think Jacob probably enjoyed that the most because there was a ton of film and he loves that type of thing in history, all packed into that one little lounge. And um, they also let us, you know, they, they gave us first rides on Little Mermaid and Toy Story. And we did a back scene adventure with the Radiator Springs, the cars. We were able to ride that first. Well, not first, but through the Fast Pass line with our Paddle of Power. So I would say Ansley probably loved California Adventure more. And I liked Disneyland. I liked the history behind it. And I think Jacob probably, he didn't care. He liked them both. <laughs> All right. So let's let's get down to some specific questions. When you arrived, a lot of people think that L.A., it's going to be wild and crazy. Did you feel safe with you and your family on this trip? Yes, we did. We There was never a moment that we felt unsafe. Um, from the moment we were picked up at the airport by the car service to the moment that we got into the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel, which is, that's where we stayed the first two nights, and it is directly across the street from Jimmy Kimmel Live, so if you watch Jimmy Kimmel Live and you see his, the the building, the front facade of his building, if you looked across the street to where the Dolby Theater is, then that's, the, the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel is right back there, it's a beautiful, beautiful hotel, um, very, I, we felt very safe, we were always with our tour guides, um, when we were in Hollywood, except for that first day that we had the afternoon on our own. Um, and then the Grand Californian is where we stayed in Disneyland. And it is themed, in my opinion, very similar to the Wilderness Lodge, but on a much grander scale. Very, very beautiful. That one is is on my list. That Adventures by Disney itinerary, I should say. that's. I think that's one that my whole family would really, really enjoy. And... Mm-hmm. You know, I I talked about it a little bit last time, but I'm sure you had the same experience of the service is just crazy. I mean, they meet every need. And, you know, I think when you go overseas and do one of those adventures, you're a little bit more out of your comfort zone. So maybe Mm -hmm. that stands out to you more just because you don't have that nervousness that you normally would. And you recognize that's because of them. You know, I think when you're in the States, you feel a little bit more comfortable. Some of the your basic needs haven't changed you know you know what the bathroom's gonna be like you know what the food's gonna be like kind of a thing but still um between the surprises and then the extra attention that they give you and I'm sure you guys also got the water bottles and the snacks and the pens and you know the just anything and everything um so I feel I probably already know the answer to this but I've been asked it many times about my trip and you probably have too so people are probably wondering 
do you feel the value is there? It's not, you know, it's not a cheap trip. I mean, it's it's going to be something that you're going to invest in, but you're investing in more than just a trip to Disneyland. You have to understand that. You're not paying for this to see Disneyland. Right. You're paying for an entire experience that you cannot get anywhere else. And that's so, exactly what it is. Yeah. What do you think in terms of, of the experience and the value? It is, it's, to me, it's the the most economically priced adventure. If you're going to start with one, this is a great one to start with um, because everything that they cram into that five days is goes way beyond your expectations. I mean, but like even like you said with your trip, every time we got on the bus or every time we were in a location where they thought we might be hot, there was always water and then there was snacks and they really because we had kids on ours. I know you didn't have you had a few, but not as many as we did. So you have to take into account that kids get tired quickly, um, and so if if they saw that the children were getting tired or needed to sit down or whatever, they may would take them over to do something else. When we were we actually got to see the the um, Walt's barn which is his actual barn that he played with his trains in, and they took it from the family's land and moved it over to an area that they could just dedicate to trains, and it's actually called Walt's Barn. And that was fun, and it was really interesting for the adults, but for the kids, I mean, it's just a lot of history. Um, So one of the adventure guides took them, and they sat on the grass and had snacks and played the game headbands. So where we could hear all of that history and all of that extra stuff that we wanted to hear that Disney freaks and enthusiasts love, then we could hear all that. And then the kids, you didn't have to worry about the kids saying, I'm tired. I want to sit down. I want to do so-and-so. You know, you know, they were well taken care of. I think one of the coolest things, and it's, it's very minimal in, on the whole grand scale of this thing, but Maleficent was coming out that week. Mm-hmm. And from day one, we the kids were saying, we want to see Maleficent. We want to see Maleficent. And they were asking Alyssa and Natalia, can you get us, you guys can work magic. Can you get us a, a, a preview of Maleficent? And they would say, well, I don't know. That's, that's a pretty hard one to swing. And, you know, on the last night, right before we were getting ready to go to our farewell dinner over at Carthay Circle, um, that was our send-off dinner, which was a, another phenomenal meal. And we had VIP seating for World of Color. They did a slideshow, and they did a, an overview of everything we had done that week. And then they said, we have one more surprise. And so they ran behind the, the screen, and they came out with Maleficent horns. And the kids went fanatic. I mean, they were went ballistic. And they said, we have scored a midnight showing. For those of you who want to come, it's taken care of. We're going to go see it at the IMAX in downtown Disney. And it's a pajama party. So you come wearing your pajamas. We had to be up at 530 the next morning for our flight back to North Carolina. But we went to that midnight preview of Maleficent. And it was so much. If you ask Ansley, that's probably the one thing. That and the Ghirardelli chocolate is probably the one thing that she'll tell you stood out in her mind the most. So that was the coolest surprise. This wraps it up for this week on Once Upon a Podcast. We hope you've learned a few things about planning your next Disney vacation. We'd love to know if we can help you, whether it's Disney World, Disneyland, Alani, Disney Cruise Lines, or Adventures by Disney. We can help you turn that Disney dream into a Disney reality. There's never a fee for what we do, and we'd love to help you. 
onceuponavacation.com is where we're at on the web or send us a message through Facebook at Once Upon a Vacation. We'll talk to you next week.